Hello, everyone. We are here. We are ready. We have a lot to say today. Welcome to the finale recap of the Victory House Mole Season 3. I am here. Well, I'm Drew. I'm Drew, first of all. And I'm here with Zach, my co-host. And we cannot wait to have this recap tonight with all of you. Thank you all for coming. Zach, how are you? I'm amazing. We finally have arrived. Drew, we did this. We did um, it. We are two people that did not know each other before this and have become right. great friends from it. Um, and, and just excited to talk to everybody tonight about the finale. Yes, there's so much to talk about. And I say we just jump right into it. We have three amazing guests with us tonight. Let's bring them out. How do we want to bring them out? Let's, let's oh. do it this way. Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Hello. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? I am so good. I'm so glad to finally be talking to y'all. Yes. I've been so excited to be watching your recaps all season. Um, thank you for doing that. It's made this whole experience so much fun. So yeah, excited to be here and share any dish dirt that hasn't been uprooted already. Yes, we've loved seeing your uh, feedback through the season. And I know it's you mentioned before we started this that it's been hard to not spoil anything. So we can't wait to hear what you've been wanting to say all season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing in our next guest tonight. Hello, Dr. Jamie. Dr. Jamie. Oh, hey. Sorry you all thought it was me. I know. Listen, we did until that last episode. I had a, or the episode eight, I guess. I had a change of heart. And you know what? You were one of the main characters this season. You had me fooled. You had Zach fooled. You had the world fooled. And we cannot wait to hear from you about your experience. Thanks. Just here to be an icon. Oh, always. <laughs> and last but not least, the man of the hour. Steven. Steven. Hello. Steven. I'm excited to be here. It's it's so good to finally be able to scream to the world, I am the mole, versus like keeping keeping a lid on it for the past several months. Oh, yes. I can only imagine. Biggest secret ever. <laughs> yes, now you don't have to lie to people anymore. How has your recovery been from lying to all of these new friends that you made? Oh man, well it's it's weird. It's like even catching up with old friends. Like I I grabbed lunch with Kristen from season two, and we're talking about the game. I'm just kind of I'm just I'm like I have to lie to you. I have to like lie even now because I can't tell her. Like yeah, it was the ball. Um, so it's feels nice. Feels very freeing to be able to the talk in the truths again. Yes, and I know throughout this we will have lots of questions from you. I know we had questions throughout the season, especially the beginning of the season, that we mm -hmm. still have unanswered. So we yeah. will definitely get to that. Um, but before we look back at the season, let's do a quick recap of this final episode. And then I'm sure after that, we will have a lot to go back and talk about from past episodes. Yes. And you all might be noticing we are missing somebody from this final episode as well. Mm -hmm. Sabrina, um, the winner of this um, season. She is unable to be here this evening. She is a busy, busy woman getting ready for weddings and all that stuff. And so she's just resting herself, getting herself back together and ready for that. So we want to say a big congratulations to Sabrina. And we wish yes. you could be here. But um, we will definitely be going over this episode that definitely highlights you. <laughs> yes. And we will definitely be giving you all your flowers tonight, Sabrina, because you did that. And yes. you deserve that win. So good for you. 
Let's jump into episode nine, Mission Implausible. All right, so we only had one mission this episode, and we kind of jumped right into it. Zach, do you want to run us through this mission and the rules? Yeah, so we had a quick paradigm shift there of anime, 3D animation, and then lore. So um, Peaches comes through our mole of season two, love her to death, says to the agents that they need to figure out the message in order to get the money. Um, so Jamie is running around finding the message to decode, um, decodes and tells which room Nathan is in. Um, when it's decoded, Nathan is in the production room and Jamie hands off to Sabrina. Sabrina unties Nathan and Nathan has a puzzle that Nathan needs to figure out. Um, Sabrina may tag in after a certain time limit um, if Nathan is unable to get that right away. And their goal is to reach Steven, who must do a maze, and enter that information into the computer. So that didn't go as planned. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, they must be tired. Because yes. once I got those letters, I was like, damn, betray. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's a six-letter word. Either somebody's doing this on purpose or they just like haven't slept. I don't know, Nathan, what were your what was what happened? Well, we didn't sleep, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. we didn't sleep. Well, yeah. I, um I look but everyone kind of chose their roles. I kind of got defaulted to this one. Not that that's an excuse. I was like, okay, like I'm, I do word jumbo puzzles every day. But that being said, like word jumbles, like if you don't get it, like your brain can just tunnel vision and rack itself forever. So I really was trying here. I wasn't trying to look suspicious at all. Um, but like I, I got, I solved the letters and it wasn't working. Sabrina came in. She wasn't getting it. it was. I, I, you know, what, what can you do at that point? I just felt like an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I think the biggest surprise of the season might have been that I was the most successful in the final mission. That's what yeah. I was thinking. And not not that I was thinking like, oh, Nathan can't do this. But I was like, you know what? I bet if Jamie was on this word scramble, they would have gotten it too. So, so I think it left out at the beginning, like we were each allowed to choose the leg that we wanted, but it wasn't told exactly what we were doing. So like, I don't remember all the words, but like mine that I chose was stamina. Do you all know the other ones? Do I have it written down? That's it was like stamina, intelligence. Yeah. Memory, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think those are three of them. Uh, but yeah. Oh. Stamina, speed, intellect, and memory. Uh, so Sabrina was speed, Nathan was intellect, and I was memory. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, not not quite a successful mission. And then Maybe we... work easy. Yeah. Yeah, Steven, did you have any uh, plans to sabotage? Were you just going to fail on purpose if it got to you, or...? So, I wasn't quite sure. I didn't know what I was going to do when it came to you, because I knew I was going to go down and answer questions. I was pretty sure I was going to be able to answer them. But this was worth $100. Whatever money I'd sabotage, I got the keep. And that would have been a lot of money. So I think I think there's a high chance I would have. I wasn't sure yet, but that was taken out of my hands. So I didn't have to make a decision. 
Yeah, and I didn't realize until, like, the mission was going that, like, Sabrina was able to jump in. Mm -hmm. um, so I, that wasn't, like, explained to us beforehand necessarily. So there probably was some fail-safe, because otherwise the mole could automatically sabotage and there'd be no chance mm -hmm. to finish. So I think there'd have to be some point where someone else could jump in and assist or well, something. Except I think I, I think for the memory, it was just me alone. I remember I had to run up, I had to run up to the house, like, dodge some Nerf bullets, and I'd have to answer answer questions. And I, was, I remember thinking at the time, like, what's some plausible, absurd question that they could ask me, like the order of the Asians entered the house at the start of the game, or something stupid like that, mm, that like, yeah. I certainly didn't know. Right, and we didn't even get to see your portion of it, because we couldn't exactly. there. <laughs> well, it was just Nate, Jamie and Nate standing in the hallway, looking at the door, it's like, what's taking them so long? Right. <laughs> right. We've got some comments out here, Kirk, a bunch of moly moles. Dustin All right, saying the cast yes. is amazing. Amazing cast. That is one thing that I will say is that I feel like everybody on this cast had their moment or moments, and I feel like we really got to know everybody on the cast. Is Sabrina an allergy three, Peter? Yes, she officially is. As Lance answers, she is in a very small club with King Lance as well. And Kirk says she won two moles in a big brother game. So if she wins a survivor, she completes the trifecta. Bam. Yeah. It's like an EGOT for orgs and lives. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina absolutely killed it. Going into that last quiz, getting a perfect score is amazing. Um, do we know? Fun fact about Sabrina. Sabrina even got a faster time than me. Wow! Because wow. <laughs> I had to look. I I got to. I, I remember I looked up one question. Like I don't quite remember what I did. So she even beat me on the final quiz. Wow! I was gonna ask when do when do we? Sorry, do we know when Sabrina was on to you, Stephen, and like went all in on you? Round seven. Round it, seven. It was the second double elimination is whatever happened to roach la roach so it was after lance was executed because i think if you look at because we've seen the scores i think nathan you and sabrina went all in at the final six um even before that we 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 did okay. um yeah we 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 start we figured it out after after lance yeah after lance and we both were answering for steven i think i was still splitting one or two onto dr jamie at that mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. um, just because I was like, just in case, I'd rather Sabrina goes than me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I was going to say, when Steven used his power from the spy supply to see who everybody had as their mole suspect, I believe only one person had put Steven, and like, mm. I don't remember. No one put ten, Steven. Was, oh, no one put Steven. It yes. was 10, ten Jamie, ten one Jamie. Nathan, one Dre. Yep. So yeah. starting in round three, every single person in the cast was voting for me as the mole, and every person continued to vote for me until they were executed, except for Nathan and Sabrina switched in round seven. So fun fact, nine people out of 10 were executed voting for me as the mole. That's crazy. Okay, now was this intentional, Jamie? Let's get into it. So... I sucked at the Harry Potter round. That is true facts. Um, I okay. think, you know, I was not sabotaging that intentionally. What's interesting about that assignment, if you go back, like lots of people actually were sabotaging that. So there were a lot of like tags missing from potion bottles, potion bottles hidden. I actually was never in that area of the field. Like I just sucked. But if you actually like look at it, um, Steven, myself, and Michelle, our team was always first back. 
So like, it was just that we were going too fast. And like, I was making like little mistakes that made us lose because we were really trying to win. Um, so it was just unfortunate. And it was that assignment in and of itself, I think that got people to like really group think on me. Mm -hmm. um, because like, that's the thing that people would always point out. But like, it was really funny because later on, there were two episodes in a row where there were four assignments in a row where I earned money every single time. Mm -hmm. And yet people kept on saying, oh, Jamie's suspicious, Jamie's suspicious, because like maybe a little thing would happen here or there, but at the end of the day, like I'd be successful, but it's just like, I think I just stood out in like really big ways at the beginning. I think right. that's what it was for me. Yeah, I'm looking back through, yes, Jamie is the queen. Um, I'm looking back through my notes that I took on the episodes and in episode one, you weren't one of my suspects. Episode two, I had you in bold letters. And then like the next two episodes, I kind of like pushed you back to like my third or fourth suggestion, but then for our sus suspicion. Yeah. And then from then on, I was kind of like, okay, it's Jamie because all the other people that I was suspecting were just getting knocked out back to back. It's just sometimes like interesting things would happen. So for instance, the horror round, like it genuinely just took me three tries to get that right. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I got it and we earned money. <laughs> oh, you were you were driving me crazy that round. <laughs> but they don't think about like I earned money. So like mm -hmm. I earned money there and then I earned money in like the five minutes in hell and then I earned money in the time loop and then I earned money in the escape room. But yet like even in the escape room, like there was a missing piece and it took a while to find it. Um, but we found it and we won, but like sometimes it would just take a while or like weird stuff would happen. So people would like point to that instead of like looking at, oh, Jamie earned money consistently several exactly. times in a row. Yeah, I have I have a lot of notes like, Jamie has multiple mess ups, but still succeeds the task, like stuff like that. So I mean, it got I had you to final four. Yeah, <laughs> it, it got you to final four because I don't know who did you think it was, Jamie. Um, so my I, I, at the end of the day, I thought it was Nathan for a lot of it, but like my strategy was always you'll see like I had pretty slow quiz times throughout the season because as I took the quiz, I was always keeping a tally of how many times I hit every single player because even if. I did not think someone was the mole. Like I wanted to get points on every single person in the game because I wasn't willing to rule anyone out. And that's really what brought me to the finals because it's really funny that every other person in the cast at some point said their top two are Jamie or Steven, but yet every person always cited toward me and put everything on me and got me and got eliminated. Whereas I was voting for every person and that literally carried me to the end. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, it worked for you, intentional or not, so love to see it. I do have a quick question for you, Jamie, and I usually ask this at the end, but would you play again as the mole? I'm the type of person where if I'm asked to do something, I'll do it. So like um, I was the mole in my very first ever org. And it's really funny because I was the only person who applied to that saying they did not want to be the mole. But <laughs> If someone, and because I think I just come off in a way as like, I'm very introverted, I'm very shy, and it's hard for me to like, like be forthright at first with people because like it, social anxiety. And I think that came out in the episodes a little bit. But if a host ever says, oh, I want you for this, I don't think I would turn it down because 
I, I, I just want it. Clearly, you can make people think you are the mole when you're not. So maybe if you are the mole, you would be good at making people think you're an innocent <laughs> bystander. So who knows? Steven, when did you start to get worried that people were on to you? As soon as I used the advantage at the start of day two, and I, used, I, I got the advantage and I learned that 10 people were on Jamie, I was like, okay, so this is great. I'm not seeing my name there, but at the same time, I've really been coupled up with Jamie at, at the end of day one, right? Mm -hmm. Because we were together for the first round of the Hunger Games. We were in the same house for Hogwarts. And because we had that disadvantage, we were then put together in that in, in the bedroom while everyone else was strategizing around the candy hearts. So for three of the four rounds, we were really, really in, intertwined with each other. And I was just like, oh, shoot. If people start figuring out it's not Jamie, I think naturally their next best guess might be looking at me. And so that's when I was like, okay, this is a weird game. How do I... Because the mole's allies never fare well in the game, right? Because it's always like, right? It's it's always their Achilles heels working the wrong person. How mm -hmm. how do I keep Jamie in the game when me working with Jamie will be anathema to them? It's gonna take Jamie out, and so um, Jamie, of course, solved that all themselves. <laughs> Jamie yeah. had, the, had I think one of the best quiz strategies in the game, and therefore got them despite me working with them. Okay. Uh, but I really did all I could. Like I tried to like really do things with Nathan when I could to try to make sure that if I'm saying, hey, Jamie, I'm all in on Nathan, any answers on Nathan would also apply to me. I was trying to do that a lot. Yeah, so that it was, it was the start of day two. I was like, uh oh, the, now the game begins. Yeah, I think that that would be my biggest downfall as a mobile is that I'd always be paranoid that people are on to me. But good for you for playing it cool. Zach and I weren't on to really until like the last episode so i mean you at least tricked the viewers or carlo did with the editing so that well, was most of the house too because like yeah. granted we were pretty much everyone is on to either jamie or steven after the harry potter round but nobody could figure it out and because they were together all the time nobody could discern like use the quiz scores or anything like mm. that to really figure out who was the mole because they were, you know, in some ways they were equally suspicious. Like obviously the, if you follow the dollar amounts, probably not, but uh, that's not the only thing that matters in these competitions. Killing time is also a sabotage, yeah. especially when there's yep. a time limit. So taking a long time in that horror round, maybe you got your item back, but you took so long to do it. It's like you, that really still hinders the yes. mission in some ways. Um, Although so I still contend it's not a true sabotage because I genuinely was trying my hardest. I just have to <laughs> You can suck at things and not sabotage. Yeah. And even to the point where like I came in, of course, like intentionally trying to sabotage things like to, to like draw us like not over like mm -hmm. so overtly, but like enough to like keep myself as an option to keep people's scores lower. And by the time the horror round happened, I was already starting to like give up on that strategy because it was it was too obvious. It wasn't. It was like one of two of either Stephen or Jamie, and so. But like, it, and I even like that round. That competition broke me because I got so frustrated with Dre being afraid of the dark and Jamie <laughs> taking forever to run around the house. I'm like, I love horror too much to let this go to waste. I'm gonna go and get the item myself. That was the first time I didn't fail any at a competition. Um, and it's because I just, y'all frustrated me so much that you got <laughs> But it's really me. funny, like perception and reality, right? Because totally. like from my mm -hmm. pers perspective, like, yes, I screwed that up a little bit, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm trying my hardest. And like, we did it. And this is amazing. I'm so happy because horror is my favorite genre. Like, that's why I wanted to be in that position for it. And right. my 
item was actually the hardest to get because it was all the way down on the dock. So like you had to like not only get down all the way to the water, but get on the dock with enough time to get back before the killer got to you. Right. Um, so like I'm coming back and I'm so excited. Like uh, we actually did it and it's amazing. And then I just, Stacy looks at me and it seriously looked like she wanted to unhinge her jaw and like swallow me whole because <laughs> she's like, Jamie just screwed this up and it was so funny. Ah. <laughs> And Nathan, oh. even episode five after the horror round, you tested Jamie then. So uh, that's where I started yeah. seeing your like moves starting to really try to figure out if it is Jamie or Steven. And yes. I didn't have, I had Steven episode six and seven, and then I diverted off. So I should have just kept going. And but. that competition was big for, for our discernment, as you saw at that last couple episodes when we found that clue, um, because Sabrina and I went in that in that particular order, Sabrina went first, Steven went second into the sci-fi time travel round. And then it was me, and then it was Jamie. So we were able to see, and Sabrina got to see everything. I got to see like what happened after Steven. And then, of course, we got to test Dr. <laughs> Jamie. Um, you know, that was si simultaneously me trying to figure things out, plus yeah. get a sabotage. And, you know, like, it still doesn't hurt to look suspicious, no, no matter what, at that point. That was, um, like, one of the funniest moments of the game for me, though, um, because, like, looking back on it, because, like, I didn't know that that was happening with Nathan and Sabrina with, like, the bad clue that they gave me. But it, I think it really speaks to the overall tone of the house, because Nathan and Sabrina say oh, let's give Jamie a bad clue to see if they mess it up because that would be shady. So they give me a bad clue and I do well, like I actually get a good answer. And then the reaction from people is, wow, Jamie had a bad clue and yet still got the right answer. That's really shady. See, and this is, I went, on a, I went on a rant about this actually in the recap for that episode because I was like, why are we testing Jamie by giving them a bad clue? This yep. doesn't make sense. Wouldn't we want to test Jamie by giving them the best possible clue to see if they still screw it up? Because I wanted I wanted to see I wanted to give them a bad clue, but a clue to something that I knew exactly what the details were. So if any of the details were askew. So like table, it was mm. like something that we knew that they would probably look to Parker and what Parker was looking at. And so if they answered any dossier other than what Parker was looking at, I'd know they were lying. But mm. that wasn't even the most helpful thing at that point. Because in like in my confessional, the way I worded it, and you know, when you say confessionals, you got to word things like, maybe this means they're the mole. Maybe it doesn't, you know, because right. hedge your bets. The way I worded that confessional, I will say, I said, you know, but the mole could still be answering correctly. But the one thing that was that, that threw me for a loop there and really started to get my, my gears turning was that you gave an extra piece of information that was so outside of any of the clues um, that we gave you, Dr. Jamie, that it just, it, it really, it was like, oh no, that's super not, that super doesn't sync with mole behavior. Um, and granted it took a couple rounds for that to sync up with like, okay, no, Steven is mm -hmm. more in line with what the clues are, but that, that did stick in my head from, from then on. I will also say during that uh, time travel round, Steven, you got a real lucky break with those puzzle pieces. So, with, them, with them being miscounted or was that a different round yeah so like so because i i talked to production pregame and they're like hey in this challenge like you want to get in early and one of the things you can do is look for puzzle pieces and uh, originally it was joker just within <laughs> puzzle pieces and hide them 
And so mm -hmm. I knew that's what I wanted to do. And so my goal was to bring correct information, sabotage something else along the way. But Serena went first. So I was like, well, shoot. Especially because I went, I hid a puzzle piece. And I also hid the piece of paper that Nathan and Sabrina found later, which, whoops, I should have recovered that evidence. Um, <laughs> but I totally just forgot about that being, being a thing. Anyhow, so I had the puzzle piece. I go to Sabrina. She's like, I already counted. I'm like, well, fine. Then Joel comes in a couple rounds later and get, and says, oh, I counted the puzzle pieces too. And he then gives the same number Sabrina gave him. Just like, no, yeah. <laughs> I tried so hard and it failed. <laughs> so they, well, that's good though. That Well, I mean, you, you could have gotten caught. So you got a lucky break with having, having that happen, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, Nathan, I want to talk about your your edit for a second because I feel like early on you were kind of like my main suspect, especially in that first episode. I have you as my main suspect. And then you kind of fall off for a while. People start getting knocked out. And then that second half of the season, those last three episodes especially, you just come out of nowhere with like all this strategy, like teamed up with Sabrina. You get in a fight with Lance. Um, that was really fun. Tell us uh. about that. I know we, we talked to Lance about it, but... Yeah, okay. So basically, uh, I don't know, Lance heard something about something I said to Josh, maybe, and came in and it was upset at me. And even like that fight actually extended beyond that room, like it went back into the living room and continued for like another 10 minutes. It was oh, actually wow. a lot longer than what they showed. Um, but I, you know, I think what it comes down to is, uh, and I, I didn't love the confessional I gave of, about him in retrospect in that first mm -hmm. that first episode or two. Um, that he didn't leave the best first impression on me, but like by the end of the game, like I, I really did ended up enjoying my time with Lance. Um, I've apologized to him about that. I hope he like can move past it at some point. Um, but like I, like I actually really like uh, Lance, and and I felt like um, we actually come into the game with a lot of similar values and a lot of similar appreciation for playing these games. Um, but yeah, that when that day was happening um because of our altercation during the drone competition i felt like the mm -hmm. tension grew and i felt like maybe it was because of that whole thing so i was just kind of confused about where it was coming from at the same time so um i didn't want any bad blood to be happening um but you know th these games get really intense at times so i you know i i've apologized i you know it's up to him whether he wants to um accept that or not i you know these games get intense. That's that's all there is yes. to that. I, I I go all in on these. Um, and you know, sometimes I, I speak about people in maybe not the most fun ways. Like I diss Parker pretty bad about his studying skills. Um that's that that's all there is to that though. I mean that's stuff like that happens uh, from talking with Lance. I, Lance has moved on. Uh, I'm not gonna speak for Lance, but that's what it that's what it sounded like. Um, but yeah, I mean, you guys are tired. You're competing against each other. Stuff happens. Um, I, I said this from week one, episode one, everyone in this cast was there to play and everybody was super self-interested this season. So, I mean, honestly, you know, you, you pay a lot of money to go yep. to play these games. So it's not just like some people do view it as a vacation or a time away, but a lot of the times, you know, if, if you're going to go play, you're going to play hard and sometimes you lose yourself in some of the situations and forget that it is just a game and that these people do have personal lives and they have, you know, feelings. And so I think it's the same thing as like on TV, Big Brother and Survivor and that kind of stuff, you know, for sure. The game's done and you move on from it. You definitely have a friendship as long as you don't 
attack, uh, or attack somebody's personal character so deep that it it's hard to come back from, which I don't think in that instance happened. So right, this is also March of twenty twenty one. This is one of the first real live reality games that occurred exactly. since the pandemic, and this is the first time a lot of us had been together in person, like actually being able to be around without masks and like the physical the, the physical interact with people. It was like it's it's been a while. I, I think there's a lot of pent up energy, and everyone was there to play. So and absolutely, we all played hard. Yes. yes, you all did. Yeah, and it's especially like I, I think at, at that point in the game as well, like we were starting to really divide and splinter off from each other. And I think Jamie and Stephen, y'all mentioned this at some many points too, that you started to feel really isolated at this yeah. point in the game because each of the house, like the three kind of factions of the house, were really starting to divide. And so, like, friction happens a lot more naturally when you're like you're just not even talking yeah. to people. Like, I think Lance in his interview, you mentioned that like I wasn't giving him information. Like, I wasn't because we weren't working together the whole time. So, right. Like, yeah, I wasn't going to give him anything. Um, but yeah, like yeah. because we were super divided at that point, um, yeah. it's a lot easier to let friction turn bubble up over the surface uh, okay. when when you're literally not communicating and not and not developing relationships beyond that point. Um, it would because we were starting to really, uh, especially once we settled on Dr. Jamie and Steven as the main suspects, um, and then we're sharing our information with our chosen people, then yeah, it just got really hard to um, to move beyond those those factions. Yeah. I, I think the Harry Potter round and the Candy Hearts like really solidified like um in in a way like the house on one side and then Steven and I on on the other and like I think part of what goes into that too at least from my perspective is. I feel like a lot of people were pretty connected or had relationships going in. This was my first game. I only knew at all one person in the cast and that was not even well. Like I only knew Michelle a bit and she was the first person out anyway. Sure. So like I do think that that plays a role in just like being able to have like an automatic in with someone. Um, and because I was like very much an unknown quantity, I think that that also just automatically reads as a bit shady too. Um, sure. And I, I will say, although I'm sure Stephen for you and Jamie for you being uh, sort of on the outside was really rough in the moment. The fact that at the final four, it was essentially a 2v2, like as far as alliances, that's crazy. And that story is amazing. So at, at, TV wise, it was great. Like I said, in the moment, I'm sure it wasn't as fun. And, and we only see like maybe 5% of it in the mm -hmm. edit. Like I, there's so many conversations that happen in like, you know, the laundry room or just like in a bedroom or in a bathroom at times. And like, like just the level of like, I think, you know, Steven, you and I can speak to this, just like the level and depth of those conversations. Like it, the intensity is like palpable. Um, yeah. I am very glad the camera did not capture how emotionally volatile I was toward the, in, the, in the later half of the game because I was <laughs> very, very stressed and it was very evident. <laughs> sure, I can imagine. Um, Steven, one question that I had, well, I guess Zach and I both had because we never got an answer really through the season was, was production telling you or suggesting to you ways to mess up tasks or was that up to you? I know you briefly mentioned for like the time travel task that they suggested that maybe you go earlier on, but was it like a case by case scenario? Was it completely up to you? Or what? I also know in the end you had mentioned that you specifically brought in those four mm -hmm. note clues. So yes. I know that that was all on your your own too. So I talked with, so production asked me if I wanted the mold about like a month before the game began. And mm -hmm. so we had it about 
two or three meetings uh, between then and the game beginning, kind of running down the game. And I, and so I told them that I didn't get any information about, first of all, they, gave me, they didn't tell me a thing about round one. They just said, win money. I'm like, okay. Uh, so they didn't tell me any information about round one. And then for the remaining rounds, they told me generalities around the missions or, or as well as like best sabotage ideas they have for the missions. And they didn't tell me anything about the individual challenges. Sure. Um, and so they didn't give me really any information as the game progressed. So it was definitely a challenge when things changed. <laughs> so like, you know, like there would be sometimes brand new challenges I had no idea about and had to kind of figure on the fly. So for instance, that um, Christmas, that Christmas challenge, <laughs> I had no idea what was going on because that was brand new to me. And so I, I had ideas of things to do. Like I was like, well, maybe I can waste time by just reading this extremely long story and just keep the focus on me instead of anything else. And like, when really that was the task. Yeah, I mean, maybe the thing had been the chimney, so I, ref I tried to look everywhere, but the chimney not point out. I, I had no idea what was going on the round. I think at one point I'm outside searching, and, and the production's like, "Hey, hey, it's not outside. Someone get Stephen." I was just left there, so I never even saw when Nathan discovered the piece of paper beneath the stuff because I was outside wandering around instead. <laughs> Yeah, they could have given us six hours, we wouldn't have won that task anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Stephen, you got real lucky there, too, because as soon as that task started, everybody was like, okay, I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure I started that. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one to watch, because you guys were, like, you could tell, like, you were visibly tired, and you guys were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and also just, like, emotionally where we were at, like, we were told mm -hmm. just at that point, right before that task, hey... Um, because the night before they had said, okay, this is the last double execution and tomorrow we're going to be doing two rounds, but we did the paranormal test and they're like, actually, now we're going to do this one quick test and then it's going to be another double execution. Yeah. So like we, all of our minds, I think we're just fried at that point going into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having those doubles back to back was crazy, especially for me and Zach when we found out that they were going to be doubles. We were both like, Okay. This is a lot for the viewers. I'm sure it's a lot for them as well. I can't even imagine. But I mean, talking about the doubles, I mean, obviously Josh and Jeremy was a sad double, but mm -hmm. I think the saddest um, would be Katie and Joel. And, oh, for sure. Um, I mean, it just read on everybody. It read on the viewers. It read on us. Um, so uh i absolutely adore katie and joel i'm so happy with their storyline this season as well sure. um and actually katie uh stephen was connecting your um silver screen clues so yes. i think had she stayed any longer that that one was one to watch so. yeah so there, I mean, there was a conversation that round with with me and katie we uh it wasn't shown we were in the we went in the laundry room and basically katie was um, telling me about these connections that she was making. And this is after I had already decided I'm going that figured out it was Steven. Um, and so she's telling me like, oh, it's the slow walkers. That's the problem. And so I was using that and connecting it instead to, um, I think Dr. Jamie, your pet peeve was like long lines at Starbucks or something. Is that right? I don't remember. I can't remember most it was, of the things. Like, I, I, I connected it instead. I like was like, no, I think it's about the long lines at Starbucks. <laughs> like uh, something. So I like I moved oh, no, Katie's. I think I, think I just I, said my biggest pet peeve is bigots. Entitlement and bigotry. Okay, there's something else. Anyway, I, I connected it back to Jamie. I like moved her away from it. And Katie, I'm so sorry. Like, like I could see her mind working there, and I had to like I totally had to 
to scooby-doo her right there and Aww. i felt really bad doing it because like katie and i have history from other another uh lrg and um but like it was really yeah. obvious we hadn't been working together for a number of rounds at that point it was really obvious like it was going to be either me and sabrina or her and joel and I had to, yeah that was that was a really it. sad round i think for for a lot of us the like in retrospect, I can only be so sad. I mean, I'm very sad for Katie and Joel, but like going into that quiz, I was able to finally like deduce. I knew that Katie and Joel were voting for me, at least I suspected. And I suspected that Nathan and Sabrina could be voting for me or Steven as one of the two. So I was like, okay, let's assume two on me, two on Steven. So then, you know, going into the quiz, my initial goal was gonna be to put everything on Nathan. Um, finally for the first time to not split. But as I'm taking the quiz, I kind of like remember that in my head that that's where I think everyone's going. So I'm like, I don't need a perfect score on Nathan to survive this theoretically. So like there's one question that came up toward the latter part of the quiz. It's like, what is what state is the mole from? So I was like, okay, I can either try to get a perfect score on Nathan or I can, if I pick Texas, I know I hit both Sabrina and Steven in the off chance. And because mm. I did that, I actually tied with Joel. So Joel and I tied for the mm. second lowest, and I ended up staying because of time. Yeah, there were apparently a lot of ties this season. Um, in our past recaps, a lot of people have told us that they were tied with like the second person, and it came down to time. So, ooh, wow. Yes. And? Yes. I have so many questions written down in my notebook. Let me go through. <laughs> <laughs> While we're searching, I know Dr. Jamie had lots of tea. Was there anything else you wanted to spill? Yes, Jamie, let's hear the tea. I guess the tea's not super hot. I just, I said a lot of it about like why I think people were suspicious of me, you know? Mm. Um, after the end of the day, I think I just want to say like, how getting to how much getting to play this like really meant to me um i don't know if that came across in the edit but like i signed up for this not because like i wanted to get into lrg world but because like i love the mole like it is my favorite thing since i was 11 years old and like i've seen literally every mole in any language that i can get my hands on so like just being able to like play something that i loved and get all the way to the end, even though it didn't have the ending that I wanted, but just to be able to do that and make that happen was just like, in the semifinals, like when I got my green screen to go onto the finals, like I cannot explain like how euphoric that moment was and like just how like emotional that was. It might sound silly, but that's, that's where it is. I'm just like very thankful that this is the first experience that I was able to have. Definitely. I think it definitely showed in your confessionals, especially like how into it you were and how thankful you were to be there. And we, we loved watching you. So. Yeah, yeah. I actually almost canceled at the last minute. I was very close to backing out like two days before because Jamie. I was so nervous. No. So happy that you still went. And then who would our mole suspect be? <laughs> <laughs> It's a very different game, I can tell you that much. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Hosting you at Michigan Mole, which actually happened after Victory House. Um, I was very excited to watch you in this season and so happy to see your storyline be drastically different than what it was in Michigan Mole. So um, I was very happy to watch you this time. And I think part of that had was why I had blinders on because I was like, I had to watch Jamie this season. Jamie told me I had to watch this season and like, 
maybe it's because they were the mole and that's why I had to watch it. So I think that that was also in my head too, but um, I was very happy to see you make final four. So congratulations as well. Yeah, I think like this is a strong final four. Like when we got to the final four, I was like, I'm okay with any of you winning. I'm okay with any of you being the mole, except for Sabrina. If Sabrina's the mole, I'm never watching the mole again because <laughs> I don't know how that would possibly happen. And actually something that's pretty lovely is that across the season, so Sabrina, Nathan, myself, Joel, and Katie, all five of us at some point had the highest score in at least one quiz. And like we were the last five players left. So like that is oh, just yes. a really cool thing. That's great. That's a nice little statistic there. Yeah, I we through the season, um, we asked a lot of the players in the recaps, do you know where you went wrong on your quiz? And obviously, we know, Nathan and Jamie, where you guys went wrong. Uh, Nathan, you didn't get a perfect score because, of course, Sabrina got a perfect score. And Dr. Jamie was on the wrong person <laughs> at the Final Four. Um, but yeah, hearing from different people, like when we talked to Parker, Parker said that he split his answers between like four or five people, and that was a mistake. And some other people were just like too slow on the quiz, but tied with somebody else. So using those clues also to try to piece together who the mole was, was a lot of fun for us. But listening to, uh, I mean, in hindsight now, I, I, I was kicking myself in the butt because every person that we asked that question to was like, oh yeah, I know exactly where I went wrong. We already knew from like the first two episodes that everybody was going hard on Jamie that should have told us as viewers watching this, <laughs> don't go for Jamie because and all of these people coming out of the game are saying, of course I know where I went wrong. Yeah. It wasn't points. It wasn't points. <laughs> and that's so. where like once we started talking to like Lance and Katie, I was like, and they were like, oh yeah, for sure I know. I was like, at the end of that recap, you were like, Zach said, I have one name written down for who the mole is. And I was like, yeah, but I don't think it's Jamie I know. <laughs> oh, I was just sticking it out for those viewers that were still gung-ho on Jamie. And so. even, and, and to think, like, Zach, if we didn't have those recap guests, we would have 100% have been locked in on Jamie the whole yep. time. So, yep. And seeing the silver screen videos now afterwards, I was like, oh, hippo H for I, I like spelling Stephen's name for every episode saying, so I'm not quite sure how these pertain to me, but is it for <laughs> these reasons? And like, and he's like, oh, well, it's because your name means this. He's going all this detail. I'm like, Carla, I think you know better. You know me better than I know myself. Because seriously, the only time mm. I saw the silver screen in the game, I was just like, I don't know how any of this pertains to me. I'm just like, I don't Which know what's going on. Right. So that and is a testament to Carlo's brain because he yes. really wanted to make sure that that the whole name of the season was season was the silver screen. So obviously that was the big twist of the season and he had to make sure that it was good. So. Right. And I know, especially those first like three or four episodes, Zach and I were like, yeah, no idea. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, I was going to say, Steven, good job for figuring out the, uh, the formula for how people are chosen for the silver screen. Zach was, Zach was right there with you as far as, uh, figuring out basically what it was. Uh, Zach, you were close. You figured so out close. a point, point system of some kind based on performance and tasks. So that was fun to see. I definitely was not correct in my guess because my guess was that the mole is picking people to see the silver screen. So, Which wasn't a bad guess for the first like four or five episodes because right. Joel was always going. So why wouldn't the mole pick the same person to go every time? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it gets weird when you have multiple people going in, though. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's when it got a little like, oh, what happened here? For me, the critical piece of information was Joel. Eventually, I get from Joel that he got it like $15 from his egg that first round. Because I was trying, it gets, because really the issue is like, well, why did Joel go first? Like, why him of all the players? And mm -hmm. when I eventually got the information from him, like end of night one or something like that, and I'm thinking about it during the Western round, because that's when Jamie and I was like, Jamie, I think I figured it out. That was that was almost like okay, I think it is high center because that would put Joel high center. And then you look at the way the people have won each round. I mean, when it was because like after the horror round, it was Nathan Lance and me just sitting at the kitchen table, everyone else seeing the silver scream. Just and Lance is furious, <laughs> and then Nathan, Nathan's ticked off too. I'm just kind of like, why would it be the three of us? What did we do so wrong? <laughs> we sucked at the competitions. That's what we well, did wrong. You, well, it's because you took you, you took the you took the clue to see the mole right in in, in, in the little, in the like blindfold horror round. So you and I got went up to do that, and then. Um, I think Lance and I both scored zero dollars in our individual challenges in the, in the minute the win it. And, and, hmm, and so two it challenges just, where I earned money. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we just pretend not to see those, Jamie. <laughs> you just see the journey, not the outcome. Exactly. I'm curious, guys. How did um, how were like confessionals filmed? Because obviously, there's so many of you guys, and mm. only so many camera people, and only so many rooms. And obviously, you don't want to speak too loud. Other people hear. So how how did that happen? So, so there's like the ideal, and then there's the reality. So the ideal yeah. was at the start of the game, they told us like, okay, each here's the people who are filming confessionals with Jessica. Here's the people who are filming mm. confessionals with Ben. Here's the people oh. filming confessionals with you know. There was that list, and they're like, okay, after each run, after the test, like we're gonna just go in order and get those people. In actuality, like that happens sometimes, but usually it's like we're going too fast, stuff's happening. So it's like, if you got something to say, grab a camera person and go with them. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. it was very much like, to... just try to do it yourself. <laughs> when you have, and when I you, think especially that's... quiz preparation time. Yeah, oh, I, think, I think that's where we saw, especially in some of the middle episodes, a big gap in like confessional counts because like the quieter people like Jeremy weren't getting as many confessionals as people like Joel or, or Jamie or even Nathan. Like we were getting a lot of you guys, whereas people like Jeremy and Katie were maybe not getting as many confessionals because maybe they just didn't have anything to say and it wasn't like a planned thing. So that's good to know. That was definitely a question that we had as well. Yeah. 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 It, it, it got hard if you like didn't go for too long. There was one time, and, and this is something Sabrina addressed in this last episode. There's one time where it just, uh, I went like three rounds or something without doing a confessional. And so I think this was round, this was round seven. Um, yeah, this was round seven. Um, and and so I came out of there, we have like five minutes to quiz time and I haven't gotten to talk to anybody. Um, and so I like rushed into the basement and you know, this is like right before Sabrina and I switched to, to Steven. So I'm like rushing the basement. I'm like, Sabrina, I've been like in confessional to like, catch me up. I'm freaking out here and like going to have like basically have an anxiety attack. Cause I'm like, I, and, and this, you know, this happens whenever I play allergies, I just, anxiety gets to me once in a while. And um, she, she fortunately knows that she called me down. Um, and, and Josh was there and part of when we switched, like Josh swore up and down that he had answered all in on Steven the round before. And so this was helping us. We were already kind of like leaning towards switching and then Josh swearing up and down that he, which he, this is a lie, but he swore up and down he answered all in on Steven. And we're like, okay, Josh's telling the truth. This must be it. Like, cause we're, other things are adding up. 
Um, we're going to make the switch. Um, and then Josh doesn't follow through with that because he was lying to us. And that's when he got out. And she was just like, I was like, Josh, you're such an idiot. Like, just, we, we figured this out. Like, we've, we've already, like, eliminated all these other people. Right. <laughs> oh, because at that point, I, like, had pulled, after Dre left, I had tried to pull Josh in for myself um, because I needed people. So, uh, right. And, and I thought that was kind of working. But inadvertently, it did. Just not, maybe not the way I thought it would. What was your guys' favorite moment of the season? Mm, good question. We can start with, let's go, Dr. Jamie. Um, can I do two? Of course. No. So, yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, I'd say my favorite moment from an assignment was actually the horror round, uh, just doing that because I love horror movies so much. And, you know, I talked about this one already, so I'm not going to, like, keep on, you know, beating it to death. But, like, just being successful in that one was a lot of fun because it, like, the adrenaline was really pumping, like, throughout that because it was it was scary seeing Ryan out there with his, like, fake knife and whatnot. So, like, that was fun. Um, but... I'd say the other like just highlight was again, this was my first game. So I wasn't expecting to go into it and like, you know, like the level of heightened emotions, but like just getting to experience the game from beginning to end with such a close ally in Steven and being able to get as close as we were like really meant a lot. Cause I didn't think I was going to connect with anyone, you know, social anxiety and whatnot. So that. Oh, love it. Love it. Love yes. it. Love that. Steven. Um, it's, I think like for me, I guess two highlights, one, this, the sci-fi round as a whole, I think I was able to do the most in, and that was, I felt I was very satisfied with what I was able to accomplish in my role that round more than any other round. And then I guess this is the Harry Potter wand duels. It was a lot of fun. It was kind of crazy. The wands were acting up a bit, but somehow I was, I, I was able to beat Sabrina, Sabrina and win like that, that and like first mold ever make the, the spy supply that that was that was a that was a very good feeling and i think those were those, those were two highlights for, for, for me of the week i definitely agree with you on the sci-fi for you as a standout because i yes. i definitely wrote you down a lot for that and um like no one was answering you that round and you decide to lie <laughs> and that's like yes very like, happy. that's when i was like okay i love steven as a player let's go <laughs> Yeah, and like I don't know, it's because it's, it's been interesting reading people's comments on YouTube and stuff like that, and just like mm. maybe I do wish I could have done more of those last couple rounds, but like I don't know that that the the round before last, at least the last round, like the challenge, like I didn't get the touch, so well, I don't know. It's what can I do? And Nathan, um, competition wise, uh, doing the interview with Evan when he was acting all drunk, um, oh. I, I was just dying of laughter. That was so funny. <laughs> um, but it was it really was amazing to play this game with Sabrina and to be able to work so closely with her. Uh, I got there like I arrived last on night one. Um, I showed up with the Jersey Bros from the airport and um, and uh, and the only like bed left was the one with Sabrina and um, and 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 so we were kind of like the old kind of like an old married couple playing this game like we were we would go to bed early uh probably like maybe a little bit after steven but we were pretty going to bed pretty early every night um because we we, we both recognize how important it is to get any sleep you can um and, yeah, i missed that memo and we just like would try to distance ourselves as much as we could we really did try but um it, it but it just was so much fun to work with her um i i 
you know, as, as good as she is, as obvious it is that she's going to, like, excel at these games, like, I still wouldn't, like, try to stab her in the back like that, um, at, like, early in the game. Like, that wouldn't make sense for me. Like, she, it's really fun to work with her because we, we, we do our own things. We, like, just split. We do our play our own games, and then we try to connect in little little bits and pieces here and there. Oh, and that's man. kind of how we that's how we uh, divide and conquer. It's it's very like natural. We don't over plan anything. And it worked clearly. Yeah. <clears throat> and huge shout out to production. I know you guys mm -hmm. mentioned sleep. Um, as much as players don't sleep, neither does production because production is always in their room trying to figure out things for the very next day or the very next moment. And so, um, I mean, I'm just very impressed with this production team. Um, it, it's been an honor watching it. Um, I've watched season one, two, and now coming into this as a production member on another mole uh, game, I just have utmost respect on what they did with this. And um, was thoroughly entertained. And to yep. what Jamie said, the horror round, I thought that that's how like the promos just were for this game. And I was like, oh my gosh, but coming seeing it now that was just from the horror episode but still like amazing quality guys like it just yeah. very nice and you guys are all entertaining the whole cast gave something like everybody gave something like i said i feel like we we really got to know each person including very first out michelle i felt like we got a good grasp justice for michelle was. yeah justice right. for michelle i know Honestly, just put this whole cast on another season of The Mole, but change The Mole, maybe. <laughs> no, and, and, and don't forget to contribute to the LBS fund, Little Boots oh, yeah. fund for Joel. Uh, definitely. And um, oh, and one thing that I wanted to mention too, when we very, very, very first started this podcast, um, there was over 400 members watching the very first time so i'm pretty sure you guys had a lot of people watching this season um yep. and which is incredible because i only see amazing things from here on out for victory house so for sure yes mm, yes any final thoughts anyone we're coming up to the end here um i want to you know obviously congratulate steven on being an incredible mole this season jamie for being everybody's scapegoat mole um and nathan just for providing quality and making it very 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 close to that winner spot so yes. can i can i talk about two things absolutely please yeah so i mean Production definitely told me like, hey, here's some things you can do and the challenges and whatnot. But I asked them if I could bring my own sabotages in and they, they said mm -hmm. yes, which I was very excited for. So I created these four letters um, that I each one had a different cipher. When you broke it, it told you about some sort of clue or some sort of sort of advantage. And I, ha and I used my friend to seal it with a wax thumbprint. So if someone tried to find the correct thumbprint, it would not, wouldn't, wouldn't even match to me. Wow. Um, and I put two letters in the game on, on the first day, two letters again the second day. And Better or worse, Evan found both those letters the first day. And, and this is just the hearsay I get from production. All he did in his confession was talk about these letters and decoding them and whatnot. He was he spent a lot of time on them, which I guess was the answer. I just was hoping to spread the love a little bit more. Um, he did, And I know he showed the Lance, and I made sure, because he showed it to me, actually. So when he went out, I was like, Nathan, Sabrina, Evan found this thing, blah, blah, blah. We should look. I was trying to make sure the information about these things got to other players. And then... Um, I think Joel and Katie found a le uh, letter as well. Like the yeah, I barged in on the laundry room while they were talking about it, and like <laughs> I like walk in and like Katie like hides it behind her back. I'm like Katie, 
<laughs> what do you got there? That's hilarious. <laughs> because like so, something like I do, I, I barge when I when I what? see two people go into a room, I I listen first. And then I barge in. <laughs> and, you know, and so this is something I caught caught them doing. Sometimes I catch people in conversations, you know, I, and however you get information. And one of those ways is I barge into rooms and and and, and I, I was just like, they're like, we can't show you. And I was like, I won't tell Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I swear I won't tell Sabrina because this is like final six or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe final eight. But um, and and so then they show it to me. We, we go back, we decode it together. Um, and then like, I go and tell Sabrina. <laughs> I'm, like, and then, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. And then you and Sabrina find the last one because the because the, 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 it's the final, like the last round. Like, I don't see Nathan and Sabrina at all doing the strategy because you two are yeah. just locked yourselves in 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 the on the laundry room to decipher that thing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, like, there like the strategy time didn't become as important by mm-hmm. the later rounds. Yeah. Um. So uh, it. Sure. You know, and, and and the one that Katie and Joel and I decoded, it sort, of it, it sort of worked in like the, <laughs> it got us to the got me to the answer in the wrong way, because then I was looking at that one silver screen with the Power Rangers and horses like extra hard. Um, so, <laughs> you know, take that for what it is. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I can't I can't say this much. I, I'm really glad I walked out of this game with it with it with a really deep friendship with Jamie. You know, um, it, the, it, I was elated that jamie got to the end with me but i just knew like it was just this like knife and knife in my gut i'm like oh i i know how this is gonna end as well and we had a very good hard conversation post game just like what did all this mean right and i'm glad that we have been able to talk through and understand and i'm really thankful to have a close friend out of this this it's definitely one of the highlights for me yeah i i I agree with all of that and it's funny because like i've reflected on the season a lot in the past months because there was a it was a very emotionally impactful and in a lot of ways and um i think the biggest takeaway for me this might sound weird to say um but i think i learned the that i'm capable of and the value of trusting another person it's kind of funny how it ended but like for me like it's hard for me to put trust in people it's easier for me to like be more shy or timid but like Steven, of course he was lying, but he was lying only about the things that he had to lie about. Um, I was able to like emotionally trust someone and like that I think worked out very well for me. But along with that, like even despite that happening, even despite like being aligned with the mole, like I was still able to like take care of myself in the sense that I knew what to do to get myself to the end. So I learned that I can trust someone and even if things go bad, I can still take care of myself, which is a weird takeaway, but I think there's a lot of beauty in that. And like, you know, um, it's it's just it's just interesting. And and also it's like really fun to think. I, I can't wait because especially because I had such an emotional roller coaster with this one. I can't wait to be on the other side of things. So for anyone who doesn't know, I'm gonna be hosting my own live mole game now. So that'll be fun. <laughs> um yeah, I can't wait to see it from that perspective. Absolutely. Nathan. Yeah, uh, Dr. Jamie, I can't believe, like, the fact that you made it that far, like, everything, everybody knows, like, if you align with the mole, you're more likely to go home, and um, so the fact that you made it that far while aligned with the mole is, like, partially testament, like, a huge testament to your, your quizzing skills, especially. Um, 
I like would try for the first five rounds. I always answered Texas as the location, knowing it would cover Sabrina and Steven. Um, because I, I just had to make sure that I wasn't getting snowed by Sabrina just until I, until it was so obvious, like that she wasn't throwing anything. Um, cause I, you know, cause that's just, you're, you have to be hyper aware of those things. Um, but yeah, what else, what else? Oh yeah. Round one. Um, I, I called y'all out like immediately <laughs> in the game uh, after the egg competition where we got eggs and, and secret like journals or something. Jamie and Steven like walk to the side in the kitchen, like away from the group. Um, and I'm like, Hey, Steven and Jamie, show us what you got or something. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I started to see y'all pairing up like right away. Um, we were literally paired that pairs that round though. Oh, but yeah. But like, I saw, like, that's where I started to see it. Yeah. And like, was just like, let's, let's, <laughs> you I, know, whenever you start talking, like in the mid, like in front of everyone, but like to the side, it was. I mean, I can't say like how much I really was big braining this entire game. Like for instance, every single thing, even the little things I was thinking about, like Steven can attest to this. Like I chose my journal because I saw Steven pick the same color. And at that point I didn't think it was him as the mole, but I was like, if I have the same color as someone who I don't suspect, then that's like, I can more easily get the mole right when that question comes up. Sure. Um, and I very like, I don't like cooking, but I said I wanted to be in the cooking thing because I knew that that was the smallest group. So chances are the mole is not going to be with me. So when that question comes up on the quiz, I have a better chance of getting it right. And like, that's the stuff I was doing like throughout the entire game. And so it's like really funny. I remember you calling us out too, Nathan, because I was asking for like, like about the info and what happened. You're like, well, you didn't share with us yet. Um, which is really funny because like part of my strategy was and like, I think kind of why I sucked at some of like the puzzles throughout was as we're going through assignments, I'm constantly taking notes in my head so that way I can write that down later. So for instance, during the time loop, um, I had memorized the order that everyone went in the time loop, um, the clue that everyone gave, the clue that everyone received, the question that they answered and whether their answer was right or wrong. So I could write that all down afterward. And my Ooh. strategy there was to then give that information to whoever asked for it. Cause I'm of the mindset that like knowledge is power, but it's not in the same way that you might think because just having that information doesn't give you right answers on the quiz. And especially if people think it's me, I'd rather them know my info so that way they can get things wrong. Um, and that might give me some more inroads. So for instance, like when I was giving out that info, I made people like more likely to like share more with me later on in the game. And like, that's how I was able to deduce who people were suspecting. Wow. You See, definitely and, and were big braining. Yeah. You were definitely big braining. This is why I could not play in these games. I'm happy to just be a production <laughs> for them. <laughs> I guess I actually do have another question for Dr. Jamie. Um, at what point in the game did you realize that like everyone thought it was you? Everyone, I don't know that I got to a point where I was like, oh, everyone definitely thinks it's me. I think, you know, about the Western round is when, you know, based on conversations I was having, I was able to deduce that I was the main suspect, at least, because of my conversation I had with Jeremy and a conversation I had with Katie. Um, and Katie is pretty, at least moderately connected with everyone. So I was able to, like, get some info on how the house as a whole was thinking. Um, Again, I wasn't really trying to, 
like outlandishly right. to be the most suspicious person. I think that kind of just came naturally. You know, is it a good thing? Yes. Were there a couple of things that I did here and there to put suspicion on? Yes, but not as much as people might think. And I think that things were just read into more, um, like the process versus the outcome, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, my last thing I would love to say. Yes. Um, yeah, I got, I got, th I think I got through this game largely through, um, <laughs> transactional, tr being transactional with information and barging into rooms and, and being abrasive at points to like direct suspicion wherever I want, you know, wherever, anywhere, basically, um, chaos. Uh, and, but I, but at the end of the game, like I, the last round, I refused to continue to share information with Sabrina, but I did know all the questions. I literally just choked on that final quiz. Mm. I clicked the wrong button when I knew it was the other one. And then it just like was a, you know, free fall. And I was just like, I, I, like I knew as, I, as soon as I clicked the first wrong button, I was like, I just lost. I just lost. Sabrina's not going to mess up. Um, and it was just this choke moment and it just like that that was so disheartening because i don't know that i would have beaten her on time i pro probably not but um it was frustrating to like go into that like the final the final reveal knowing like i knew i had lost when we were revealing the scores because i knew i answered like at least two or three questions wrong at that point um so but yeah that that's kind of how that went down but I was still really happy for Sabrina, but it was funny because like when I went downstairs, uh, talked to her before as we were getting dressed and she was like still thinking, she was like, are you the mole? Please tell me you're the, you're not the mole. Please like, she was like <laughs> still like questioning me and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not messing with you right now. And she was like, she was like getting like really mad at me because she thought I was messing with her. And it's like, I, like, I swear I'm not like, but that's, that's what you get. All of my friends thought I was the mold of this whole season. So nice. <laughs> and my good. Family. That's what you want. Yeah. And you um, can't go back in the quizzes, correct? So like if you clicked a wrong question, you can't go back. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, after the quizzes, we're in the bedroom holding zone. This is the final quiz. And it's just Sabrina. Me and Sabrina turns like, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Bowl. In my head, I'm like, am I done? Am I still acting? So I'm like, I think I still acting. I was like, oh no, I think you're wrong. I, I just went all in on Nathan. What did you just do? <laughs> I was just, I was, it was this weird moment. I was just like, I think I still have to play this a little bit longer. Uh, though, like, I was alone with Yuji for a moment, Jamie. I'm just like, oh, I just, just like, I was so disappointed. Just like, I just wanted to like, just, just answer me. I, I wanted to say it to him. I was like, I, you would not be happy if I did that to you. No, no. And you know, like, I had the experience that I wanted to have for me. It was truly less about winning as it was like, I wanted to experience the whole game. Like I wanted to like make it to the end. And like, I don't feel like I have anything left to accomplish in like the mole world. You know, if, if anyone ever wants me to play again, that's great. But like, I don't feel like I need to do anything. Cause like, I, I think I proven to myself what I, what I came there to do. And that's a good feeling. Heck yes. Yeah, I, I definitely think all three of you, as well as Sabrina, should be really proud uh, as to what you provided this season. I mean, Sabrina for winning, uh, Jamie for your your whole self journey and all that you've gotten. Steven, you were a great mole. You threw off clearly the players in the game as well as the audience. And Nathan, you definitely provided the entertainment that we were looking for and some of the drama that we were looking for. Um, I, any of you... I would love to see in any live reality game in the future. So 
Maybe All Stars will give you a call. Who's to say? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? If I played with any of these people, I, I, honestly, I just love, I love our whole cast, and I, I, that that night after the game was uh, just such a such a fun time, and uh, I, w I would like wish our weekend was longer because like that was like the the highlight of like beyond everything was just getting to decompress and hang out with these people as people. Yeah, can we do like a two day game and then like five days of just decompressing? And out? Like that would that would do so well for my mental health. Like, oh my gosh, I love that. Well, thank you all again so much. I'm gonna get my cat um, for exactly. being here this evening. Thank you for doing this for this entire season. It's been a lot of fun tuning yes, in, hearing you. your thoughts and reactions to this game. I'm really grateful for you to provide this content for our season. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Zach and I have enjoyed piecing together things week by week. And like I said, you guys are so fun to watch. So it was easy. Yes. And we Not would love to grow this recap team potentially for next year, too. So. Oh, absolutely. If you would like to apply to be our third wheel, then. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I could recap it with you and people would still think I'm the mall. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, well, Nathan, Stephen, Dr. Jamie, thank you again for being with us yes, this evening. Um, congratulations on an amazing season. Yes. Um, and we will hopefully see you. I know we're going to see Dr. Jamie in the future on their own game. Um, Stephen, we'll see what happens with you. Good luck in schooling and all that. Um, Nathan, as well as you too. Um, I think we'll definitely be seeing you in the future as well in some allergies and orgs. So, yes. And thank you to everyone who's watching, uh, whether you're watching live or you will watch this at a later date. We have appreciated you sticking with us through the season, or if this is your first episode of the season, welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, it has been great uh, to do these recaps and talk about the mole, because the mole has been off air for so long. We needed new mole content, now we have it, and now the mole's coming back to TV, so that'll be fun. Yeah. But yes, we cannot wait to see what Carlo and Victory House has to offer in the future. And we all look forward to it. And real quick, thank you, Evan, Parker, Dre, Jane, uh, Josh, Sabrina, Lance, Stacy, Michelle, Jeremy, Katie, and Joel as well for yes. being a part of the season. Um, I know we didn't get to talk to some of you all, but um, a lot of you that we did. It was an amazing time and we had an amazing time watching you as well, so. Amazing cast, amazing production, amazing season. You guys should all be proud. Carlo, Ben, Jessica, Craig, and camera crew as well. You did an amazing job. Yes. I know that they have applications coming out um, within I think this next month. So be on the lookout for those if this is something that you wanna do. Maybe the people currently on this recap, we'll be recapping when Zach and I play season four together. Mm. Who's to say? My advice is if a camera, <laughs> cameraman's lying underneath the table, you best kick them with your foot first a few times or you <laughs> Make sure that they're not sleeping. Actually sleeping. Yeah. That was a great moment in the season as well. Yes. But again, thank you guys, you three, for being here, and uh, thank you guys for watching. And I guess we'll catch you next season. See y'all soon. Yes. Bye. Bye.